Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Welcome to Women on the Line, one of Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs programs produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm Arij Nord. Women on the Line would like to acknowledge this program is produced and presented on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nations. We'd also like to acknowledge Elders past, present and becoming, as well as the owners of the lands you're hearing us from. On today's Women on the Line, we chat all things Liminal Magazine, Asian Australian voices and the power of autonomy in art. Everything will be alright if you let go. Liminal Magazine is an online platform that uses long-form interviews between Asian-Australian creatives to share intimate truths about the multifaceted experiences of identity, creativity, sexuality and a myriad of other topics. Today I chat with Lin Tui Nguyen, Deputy Editor of Liminal Magazine and Tang Han Pham, who was featured on the publication. First we hear from Lin. So at the moment, I'm a creative producer at the Emerging Writers Festival, um, and I'm also uh, the deputy editor of Liminal Magazine, which is a very new publication. I think uh, we're reaching our 12th interview next week. So it's been um, quite a intense three months. Um, I think it's probably the steepest learning curve that I've been through, um, and I find that I am learning things I didn't even realise that I needed to know. Um, And, yeah, I'm still navigating, I guess, juggling the different um, areas that I'm moving between and finding my space and my voice within, yeah, within the world of either... um, literary mags or I guess the creative community in general in mm. here in Melbourne. Okay. Tan Hung, what do you do and <laughs> why? Um, well, I um, make radio and um, audio stories. I think that's my love for sure. Um, I've been doing it for about four years now and uh, I finished up with Queering the Air on 3CR Community Radio at the end of last year because I wanted to um, challenge myself and I felt like I needed to step into something, I guess, like bigger than um, what I was doing at the time. So, But I absolutely love Queering the Air for what uh, it gave me as a, as a place to work in a collective and in a community that I um, felt very strongly about, especially like the the queer people of colour community and working with Indigenous people as well. Um, I think I've learnt so much from all the people that I've interviewed on Queering the Air that um, it's really shaped the the kind of broadcaster that I am now. Yeah, and so that I think will I will always carry with me. Um, and right now what I'm doing is just 
trying to take care of myself and working out like the next steps. Um, I'm doing a training course at PBS at the moment, so I'm learning how to do music broadcasting, which is very exciting. <laughs> um, and aside from that, I'm um, also going to be working on a project, a radio project in California in the upcoming months, which is also really exciting and a little bit off the table, but here, I just announced it. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. something we'll talk about later on. Um, I guess we're here today because I'm unbelievably obsessed with Liminal Mag and I, yeah, I was a friend of mine, is actually a friend of ours, Lynn, um, Put pretty much just mentioned it, and I went on Google, and I was just like totally in love, Aww. and in, and and I was like, this is so so beautiful. Um, not because it's the first ever magazine that centers the voices of Asian people in so-called Australia, mm. but there's some level of thoughtfulness and level of um, real like intimacy. It's really, really different. And then the photos. So the photos are by Leanne McIntosh and Liminal. Amazing photos. Yes, amazing photos, incredible photographer. And she was really the one who came up with the idea. Liminal is an online publication um, dedicated to Asian Australian creatives and artists. And I guess we um, use that designation very loosely. Um Leanne McIntosh is the editor, founder and photographer and I'm the deputy editor um, and our team is slowly but surely growing. Um, each week we publish a long form interview with images um, and yeah, sometimes art accompanies interviews um, and it's really about, I guess, showcasing the uh, plurality of uh, the Asian Australian experience and unpacking that um, and it's uh, evolving based um, I think what's incredible is that we started out not really knowing what we were doing um, and it's really been a um, collaborative process not only between me and her as um, the two editors but really with each person that we interview. So far it's been um, friends of ours, people that we know, um, and I think that's allowed us to have that degree of intimacy and connection mm. um, and the fact that it is, I guess, this back and forth between two people. I like that aspect of interviews. Um, it's... <clears throat> dialogic it's um the conversation moves um in different places and what Leah and I found is that we've done um yeah create we've both done creative projects but this is the first time that we've really been able to talk to other people of color and um have have that energy um without I'd say without interruption yeah like that's what or, or I without felt. like actually yeah. having to consider whiteness at all it's actually between mm. us yeah. yeah yeah I got that feeling um when I was interviewed by you and Leah that it was it was about us speaking to each other mm. rather than like um someone who's from the outside like asking us questions that might make us feel uncomfortable and 
Yeah, I felt actually quite safe when when we were having that discussion. And um, what I really love about Liminal is that uh, there was something you did recently with Babak's um, interview where you got one of your previous interviewees to interview them. And mm. I thought that was just incredible, like a sense of like creating a community um, in a magazine kind of platform. Yeah. I think that's definitely something that we'd like to do more in the future. And it's incredible. I think that's very much why me and Leah um, started the middle, which is to find this community and build solidarity between, um, yeah, between this very diffuse um, thing that we call, you know, Asian Australia. And it's about mm. mapping out those zones of relations and getting at the complexity and the plurality and um, being able to represent ourselves in all the messiness and contradictions um, and not having... Um, yeah, on one hand, it's about uh, responding to... Uh, the idea of a single representation of what Asian Australia is. I think that's something that Leah and I are trying to do, which is pushing um, what is the the obvious um, notion of what Asian Australia is. Yeah, which yeah. definitely is more than just like um, Southeast Asians or East Asians. Like, yeah. 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 Um, and really interrogating that category and that designation. Mm. Yeah, and I think, um, I don't think, I feel I feel like I sit comfortably within either of those categories, like calling, considering myself Asian or Australian, but it is um, a category that I inhabit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And like you, I find with each person that I interview, I'm learning something new about myself. Um, yeah I definitely find that even being on the interview um being interviewed like I learn something about you too as well and like the questions (laughs) that you ask or just our conversations actually that um that happen outside of the interview yeah and the photo shoot (laughs) as well like having that degree of intimacy um when Leah takes like photos of um the people she's interviewing so I think there's that extra layer of warmth to it. Mm. Yeah. I want to talk about process. And there is process in that that isn't necessarily tangible, isn't necessarily in the interview, aren't necessarily the photos that are online or aren't necessarily the mm. performances that are in the events. That mm. is like the soul of of what it is that comes out. So I do want to talk about process. And I guess with you, Tan Hung, how you felt in that, space being interviewed by two people who did allow you to feel safe and also vulnerable mm. and also open and then for someone to take photos of you yes how how was that um well it's I was telling Leah and Lynn that it's the first time that I've been interviewed actually about my work so um it was like a true honor to be interviewed by two people who um I respect and yeah, so I think, like, there was already that safety in a way of, like, knowing, like, okay, there's, like, a certain degree of trust and the way that they um, engaged with me when they asked to interview me, like, I just 
really enjoyed the whole process. They, sh- you know, sharing with me like um, my interview transcript so I could look over it and if I want to add anything, I could. Um, the f- like the uh, photography aspect was also like something new for me as well to be photographed and. Um, it actually, well, Leah had to actually take um, photos of me twice because um, she wasn't so happy with the first set, and I completely respected her for that because you know she that it's part of her work going into liminal as well, and she wants it to look good. So um, I found myself feeling like initially it was like a little awkward, but then um, I think the interview definitely helped soften me up to to be photographed in that kind of way, and. Um, a lot of the f- some a lot of the photos that I really liked didn't necessarily make it up on liminal, but um, I treasure them a lot, and I love that uh, Leah captured, I guess, like parts of me that um, that I felt like representative of the way I felt about radio or the way mm. I felt about my work, and that came through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I-, I was there for that first photo shoot. Yeah, yes. it was a lot of fun, even just hanging out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, just hanging out, and we got to um, pick the location as well of where we wanted to be interviewed, and where we wanted to be photographed. So I, I loved that aspect as well. So, um, and I chose Footscray because like that's where I work, and that's where a lot of my family um, is, and so it, yeah, it's it's like a home to me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's what we do for each of our interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On community radio around Australia, you're listening to a chat with deputy editor of Liminal Magazine, Lin Tui Nguyen, and radio producer and creative Tang Hang Pham about this great new publication and the importance of establishing creative spaces that allow for vulnerability and complexity. This is Women on the Line. Don't forget you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. So Tan Hung, I firstly, it, this is really funny because we <laughs> met quite a while ago and yep. we've kind of known each other for a little while and we do radio stuff at the same place and bump into <laughs> each other here pretty often. Yeah. So it's a little bit funny to be interviewing you. Um, but I want to talk to you about two different things. One of them you mentioned in the interview was about the way producing radio helps you build relationships or helps you see other people and also see yourself and Mm. how I I feel the same way and so I felt really um connected and touched by that Mm. um can you elaborate on that yeah sure so um I suppose like when I started um when my partner Jinghua left um because I was programming with them at the time um I started doing the show on my own and that's when um I I guess I had like more creative control over who I would interview and how the show would unfold and I found that through that process of kind of still working in a collective sense but like focusing more on like okay like I get to be in charge of like how the show's going to flow a bit more and um who I'm going to talk to what topics I'm going to talk about I found myself gravitating towards topics that I guess felt like very important to me and things that I wanted to explore in terms of um, topics like mental health or love or sexuality and gender and how that intersects with race and um, feminism and all these different things that I care about So and that I experience as well. So I just wanted to create a sense of community around 
these discussions that I felt like needed to be had and I felt like I always felt like radio was like the best medium and most accessible in my view for that to happen um, because anyone can be listening anywhere um, as I've mentioned in the liminal interview like you can be in your bathroom tuning in you know you can be um, on the other side of the world tuning into to a radio show um, the point is that you create this sense of community that's bigger than the studio and bigger than what happens in the studio and I think that's something that's actually really amazing and and that's something that actually helped me connect with people I'd been I guess searching for at one point mm. so when I made We Weren't Born Yesterday um, at the time I didn't know many queer Vietnamese people and making that documentary was a way of me trying to I guess, like, reach out and be like, hey, I exist. I hope you're listening and I want to hear from you. And, um, yeah, and eventually, you know, it was it was really slow after that because the people that I met through initially were um, uh, gay, cis Vietnamese men. Um, so it was hard. But then eventually I started to meet um you know, Vietnamese lesbians, um, bisexuals, people from all different genders and sexualities. And it just began snowballing. And I was just like, this is incredible. And so that's when I started to really see, I guess, the power of radio. And then eventually that broadened out to having like a wider queer people of colour network. Like I met people in the States and then there was a point sometime last year when I went to the States, I actually met some of those people in real life. And it's just incredible like how far radio actually reaches and the community you can create through that. So Remotely Intimate is about like f like the concept of love and home in the diaspora amongst queer people of colour. And what inspired it was my own experience of connecting with queer people of colour across the world and feeling like how you can be so intimate with a person you've never met in real life and that can feel more intimate sometimes than being in the same room with a person. And so there was this one person in Seattle who um, I met through OkCupid and it was a platonic relationship. Um, but we would send lots of voice messages to each other and it became actually really poetic. So in the opening of Remotely mm. Intimate, we hear and like an excerpt of one of those. Yeah, yeah it was it was beautiful, really a really gripping. Cool, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I've listened to that like that snippet a few times. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it changes when you realize that it's it was in originally intended, I guess, um, just between like the two of you. So you also you sort of feel that you've um, you're listening in yeah, on something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I definitely wanted people to feel like they could resonate with that. Yeah. level of intimacy so yeah. you've, you've sort of been invited into this intimate relation yeah, yeah. As, as a listener mm. um yeah women's on the line <laughs> oh, women on the line women on the line <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's amazing how much people trust lee and i um, and the degree to which they're opening themselves up and dis disclosing, um, yeah, parts of their life and their experiences. And I'm eternally grateful to that. Mm. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, and 
yeah, I think there's something about interviews or like kind of having that a formalised discussion where you can kind of get at um, really meaty questions that don't pop up in day-to-day conversation. <laughs> you can talk to um, people about, yeah, existential questions yeah. about how they relate to, um, yeah, race, mm. um, sexuality, mental health, um, that in any other context would feel quite invasive. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah. I f- yeah. On, on from my end, I kind of selfishly asked you both to come in because I wanted to ask you those questions that I probably couldn't just see Tanhung in the courtyard and be like, so <laughs> I'm pretty curious. But, you know, there is a <laughs> yeah. level of, you know, you, there is something, there's yeah. purpose, there's yeah. something yeah. there that does mm. make you feel like you can ask these questions and people mm. respond if they feel safe or comfortable in a way that's like beyond what you expected or you know yeah mm. you're always surprised by um how people respond um i think that's the great thing about having profiling somebody like somebody different each week is that um you do have an access to you know a myriad of different experiences and people can talk about talk about their um, lived experience in their own words um, and you get a sense of, I suppose, like difference within difference. Mm. Um, and even if we might touch upon um, similar themes, uh, people respond in a very personalised way. I feel like if a someone outside of like a a broader like Asian Australian community were to start a magazine and ask about what it means to be Asian Australian I think it just wouldn't work yeah it just it just wouldn't work like it I've been on ends of interviews where um I get profiled specifically about like my racial identity but in this very voyeuristic and patronizing way and I feel like that could easily happen Mm. um but because you and Leah are, like, part of, like, I guess, like, um, the broader Asian-Australian community, like, you, like we know you're not going to do that or, like, we trust that you wouldn't do that and you take lots of... I see, like, how much care you and Leah take in the whole process of putting Liminal together, like, every interview, like, the, la- the amount of labour that um, you both put into, like, even doing my interview, I thought um, I really appreciated and valued and... Um, I would totally work with you again. Oh, <laughs> this is very, yeah. very cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and something else about that is that we wanted to sh- kind of show that these identity categories are always just one facet of mm. um, who we are and how we present ourselves to the world. Mm. Even though, you know, Liminal is about, you know, Asian Australians, we also do want to talk about um, a whole range of other things, about, like, what television show we're watching, you know, what we like to do, um, how we practice self-care, mm. just like anything. Because, yeah. yeah. um, you know, race doesn't have to be always at the centre of the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. And sometimes uh, I feel like people of colour are put in that role where that's all people want to um, hear us talk about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this great... Um, Great piece that Lisa Belair wrote um, 
it's in it's in a magazine that was produced by the Koori Heritage Trust um, out of her exhibition last year, um, the Lisa Belair Picture Show. Mm. And she talks about like actually like because she was a photographer, um, a writer and many other things. Um, she spoke about there was this article where she spoke about like devoting time to your creativity and really nurturing that and not letting anyone like step into that and try to take that away from you because I mean yeah that's like the beauty of art and especially as like um yeah she was speaking from the perspective of like being um queer and then also being an aboriginal woman and so what I got from that was like when we have so many like if we're facing different experiences of oppression it's really important to have a creative outlet and to see that not as selfish but that as contributing to like a wider sense of community absolutely on that note (laughs) thank you both so much for coming in and sharing space and sharing time thank you yeah Yeah, You just heard from Tang Hung Pham and Lee Tui Nguyen on the idea of creativity as self-care. If you want to check out Liminal Magazine or Tang Hung's documentaries, jump on our website, 3cr.org.au slash women on the line. All the links will be there and I would totally recommend it. I'll be sleeping under stars tonight Not sure exactly where I'll be Maybe underneath the light. Or maybe underneath that tree. Women on the Line is one of Community Radio's national women's current affairs programs. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters on 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We greatly appreciate the financial support of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's shows. So send us an email at womenonthelinea at gmail.com. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website, 3cr.org.au slash womenontheline. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by Le Tigre. And the feature song for today's episode of Women on the Line is Black Smoke by Emily Iwaramara. Thank you for listening to Women on the Line. I'm the Regional, and I hope you can tune in again next time.